Welcome back, everybody, to the Thanks for Rolling podcast. I'm Pat Campanola here with Jeff Pallone. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good whatever time of day it is. <laughs> Jeez. It'll be yeah. like that, I guess. Right. Off to a good start. And we're joined via Zoom with Renee Sosa, all the way from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Renee, What's welcome. Not too far away. What's up, guys? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Going awesome. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, Renee, everyone's most recently seen you, or hopefully everyone's most recently seen you on Flow Grappling on the, the Who's Next show. We got big fans here. Both of us, you've watched all of them, right? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yep. we've yep. seen all the episodes. <laughs> I love the show. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched it, it's free on YouTube. It was free on Flow, right? Everyone's like, dude, I want to subscribe to Flow. I'm like, dude, if you read my description, I said it was free, you know? But uh, now it's on YouTube, and... And I, th- and I think it's cooler to be on YouTube, to be honest, right? To like grow the sport, yeah. you know, can send it to my grandma. She's like, oh, sure. I know what YouTube is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, super sick. Um, super, super happy to be a part of it. And uh, yeah, just just riding the wave, you know? I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Just <laughs> riding the wave. Is it? When, uh, when, when did that start shooting? Like I, I saw the trailer yeah. for that probably when, uh, what was it? Um, the Who's Next? I'm sorry, the Who's Number One? matches with gordon and uh, yeah it was like back couch. in march yeah so when did that actually yeah. start shooting dude so let's take it back real quick so it was um august or no july of last year i was in california for a month training with eddie bravo and john jock like john jock in the morning three hours of traffic on the way home an hour to eddie and then <laughs> um just a crazy amazing summer you know i won high rollers over the summer so i like just had a pound of weed just driving around california <laughs> for a month um and then uh the last day man like the last day i linked with one of the producers and uh mike hollywood like one of the main um like uh, matchmakers for flow and um that was the first time i like met them that like they sort of knew me um they were filming for uh the who's number one championship and i just linked with them and they mentioned something about reality tv show and um to fast forward really quick like uh because you said the thing about talking to people with stuff going on outside jiu-jitsu i just quit my job so now there's nothing outside (laughs) jiu-jitsu it's just jiu-jitsu for me um thank god you know it's awesome but um yeah so like uh at that time they were like dude we're gonna do this thing like and they literally gave me like one sentence of details like just not much and i was like dude i don't care what it is like i don't know if you guys see me like I don't care who it is. I don't care what rule set. Like I'll fight anybody, you know, definitely just not MMA, but anything else, you know, I'll do. Um, and they mentioned it to me and I was like, dude, just let me know. And they mentioned November and I was like, dude, November wouldn't work. Cause I'm like in school, you know, I was a high school teacher. Um, but I was like, just let me know, you know? Um, and thankfully Zach, uh, Zach, my coach here, Zach Mazzani, um, pushed for them a little bit. So they, uh, so they kicked to me like right around September, October. They sent me the whole plan of it. But the whole plan, what I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be eight-man bracket, 185 pounds, and the winner got to face Tyra Tullo. And I was like, dude, oh, shit. I want to fight Tyra Tullo. <laughs> um, and it was never like perfect details. It was just like alluding to it, you know? Um, so I was like, dude, right? I, exactly, yeah. right? Not organized, just, just <laughs> sign me up, you know, whatever. Um, so then... Uh, so then, yeah, it's like September, October, and I'm like stressed about asking school. Like, don't know if I can ask for two weeks off. And then, like, talk to some of my uh, coworkers there, and they're like, "Dude, this is an opportunity of a lifetime," you know. And they mentioned reality TV, but 
right? You both do jujitsu. You watch Flo. Like, not shout out to Flo. Flo is the best, but like, no way that I expect it was going to be something like this. You know, to the production value. Yeah. Like, um, so man, the funniest thing about it is that everyone had to send like a promo video into to like get into it. You know, like most people, that's how they got in by recommendation as well. But like, had to send the promo video. Um, they kept. I was pretty much in, right? But they wanted me to send the promo video. And I just kept not doing it, just having my busy schedule. <laughs> and I ended up just sending a picture of me and Eddie. Like, and I was just like, that's good enough, you know? <laughs> and uh, Mike, Mike Hollywood was just like, uh, dude, you need to send a video, you know? Like, you can't do that. And then, dude, the next morning he DMs me back. He's like, dude, that was actually perfect. Like, you're in, you know? And I was like, all right, perfect. It worked out. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and, <laughs> So that was probably October. I, I like set my eyes on it, you know? Um, but I was already at like probably like 70 to 85% intensity because ADCC trials was yeah. November 6th. Um, and then this was November or wait, it was, yeah, it was November 6th and 7th and they wanted me to leave November 7th. So like ADCC trials and go. And, um, so that was a little nerve wracking. You know, I read the long contract. They were like, you can't compete before. I was like, dude, I'm doing ADCC trials. (laughs) Like, I don't know what this secret show is, but I'm not skipping my first ADCC trials, you know? So went to ADCC trials, went two and one, two submissions, one loss by points. Um, that's where I hit that famous buggy that I'm like hitting this on the guy. Like, um, I missed a shuck by hit the buggy, um, on the way down. And as I'm coming up and the guy's defending Ty Rotulo is, coaching him so i like that's where this comes uh, from like yeah. i was like yo like from one from one buggy master to another like help me out bro you know let it go you know um but it was cool because i got to watch like i got to watch a lot of people you know and then um by the time we got on the plane like i'm like looking around i see a lot of dudes with cauliflower here, you know we're headed to austin and i see a lot of dudes with cauliflower I'm like, hmm, what are these guys doing you know and we started sparking up conversation and we were all on the show that, like holy shit this isn't a 185 pound bracket like there's some 200 plus guys here i was like this is crazy yeah um but but it was cool and then we got there um yeah november 7th we did like one or two days of just like filming interviews and stuff and then we fought and when they announced our fights like they announced me fighting j-rod i was like oh great awesome (laughs) fight one of the hardest guys first you know (laughs) because he had just done really well at trials i think he went three and one um, but what I had seen of him was I saw he was like body lock passing a lot. So I was like, that's the ingredient. I only need one ingredient for a buggy choke, man. And that's it, you know? So, um, that was pretty much my plan. And, um, yeah, so it was November 7th to like November 19th. Um, so you just said the couch thing. I think that was late March, dude, you don't understand how hard it was to not say anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah. Wow. It was so tough. And we didn't have our, like, they didn't take our phones away, but we didn't have our phones. So like, it was like, dude, I swear to you, like, swear, like, it seemed like an alternate dream world. Like, cause all this stuff happened. And I was just like, did this really like, cause like, like our generation, like, it's like, you have that, like, oh, I can watch a video. I I can watch a pic or I can look at a picture of it, you know, and I had nothing from it, you know, not, like, like 10 pictures from the whole two weeks, you know? Wow. Um, so not seeing any of that, I was like, man, is this even real life? You know, like this is just a dream in my head. Um, but then, yeah, as soon as the trailer dropped, I was like, Oh man, this is going to be sick. And I was super happy because they were supposed to drop it in March, but they just extended production and some other stuff. And I'm super happy, man. Like, um, the Jocko narrating it, like that was, that was, so that was news to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. So, uh, so yeah, so that was, 
November. And then, yeah, like, um, it was like, I was checking flow more than I refresh Instagram every day. So <laughs> like, I was just like refreshing it, just hoping to see one thing, you know? Yeah, um, I didn't so, realize that it was that long ago that it was shot, man. That's wild. Considering, especially like you said, we didn't see the trailer until March and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly when it came out, but June, mm-hmm, May, yep. end of May. Um, that's yeah. a long time for you to be sitting on that shit mm-hmm. and the results and yeah. all that, right? Like, damn. Mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. It was, was, was super, uh, hard to keep my mouth shut. And, um, I don't know how some people kept like totally quiet. Like I like might've alluded some teammates to it, you know, like sure. not breaking my NDA, but just like mentioned to them. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. man, and it was definitely one of the toughest mental battles just to keep quiet about. <laughs> yeah. How, um, I mean that house, like <laughs> you could like kind of see the, uh, I'll call it the de evolution, right? It's like everybody gets in the house and then like pranks start happening. Right. And then at the end, at least when they yeah. edit it together, I don't know what the sequence right? is like, yeah. and like cool rack goes berserk with like the eggs and everything. Right. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like everybody's losing their freaking minds in the house. Yeah. It was, it was just natural, right? Like, um, the breaking point happened towards the end of the two weeks, people started losing, people started getting stressed out and stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like I, I mean, you guys saw me, like I was chilling, bro. I was like, dude, we're getting paid to hang out and do jujitsu yeah. and film interviews. Like people are getting mad about filming interviews. I'm like, bro, you're the one that signed up to come here. Like you're the yeah, one literally that why like, you're being you, paid. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, um, I don't know, man. I was just more than grateful for the whole experience, man. Like, like it was, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie though. Like, dude, the challenges and the training and just the film, like the filming was almost tougher just cause like you gotta be present and just like know what you're saying. And I mean, honestly, watching it back, like I'm really trying to read more cause my vocabulary sucks. <laughs> I just swear all the time, you know? And I'm watching it with like my 10 year old goddaughter and my mom's just shaking her head at me. I'm like, mom, look at the rest of it. Forget about that part, you know? <laughs> But that's, um, that's the takeaway. You got to read more, <laughs> right, dude? I'm like, dude, I'm a nice guy. Come on, that's awesome. Um, so big match coming up. For, I want to go. We'll, I want to get back to the the journey, mm-hmm. I guess. But before we get there, yeah, so yeah, big match coming up on the 14th on the finale, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, against mm-hmm. Tackett. Mm-hmm. That should mm-hmm. be a doozy. My roommate. My yeah. roommate. Yeah, <laughs> that should be a doozy. Yeah, huh? yeah, man. I'm. I mean. uh I would have said no if it would have been somebody I, and it sucks to say like this, but like lower than me almost, you know? And like, that's just cool though, to be at a place now where like I can get really good matches. Um, but uh, yeah, like they pitched the match to me and I was like, man, that's a, everyone's going to be hyped about that one, you know? And then dude, when I like, I don't mean to cry, but dude, when I saw the order and it's main event, Isaac versus Kyle Chambers, Co-main event, Gordon Ryan. Yeah. Co-co-main, me versus Ty. I was like, I'm the match before Gordon. <laughs> Are you joking? Yeah. You know? Yeah, so amazing. Man, I, uh, I, uh, like, Tacky was on my team. You were, we were roommates. He came out here. He stayed at my house. You know, we did all this stuff, and we're so tight. But, dude, that's the thing. We're, like, peace, love, no drama outside the mat. And on the mat, we're all business. So, I'm I'm ready for it, you know. I'm hyped for it. I think it's going to be an amazing match. I think a lot of people can predict that he'll just run through me, and I'll just I, I just all I have to say is tune in, you know, July 14th. So I'm working my face off, you know. I'm I'm committed to 
to being my best self. And um, yeah, man, definitely is going to be, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to give it everything I got, you know, just like my, my second match, you know, like on who's next, it was, Ooh, man, that, that shit, that, that pushes you, you know, it pushes you to some stuff that you, you didn't know you could go, go to. So yeah. um, I'm really looking, I, and it's not going to be sub only, right. It's going to be 15 minutes. Who's number one rules, yep. um, which I definitely think changes things, but uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. So I'm really excited. Did you ever expect going into those rules on who's next that it was that the matches were going to go that long? I didn't want them to go that long. Yeah. I, you saw my first match, like, dude, I'm out of here, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, I was loving it, dude, because I was done and they're doing a three hour match and I'm going, like, we're at float. So that warehouse was literally adjacent, like, right next, a, th- a stone's throw away, like, same building complex as where Flow Sports HQ was. Yeah. So they have their whole like shout out to flow hq like oh my gosh his the ceo there like they must whatever money they make <laughs> probably 30 30 to 40 percent goes to their snack bar their snack <laughs> bar is unreal dude so we're just going to the snack bar making coffees drinking vitamin water drinking like and i was just loving it i was like i'm done yeah, i'm in the out. house like let's go you know yeah. um yeah. And what's really funny too is, uh, I guess I didn't mention, but in that match in uh, ADCC trials that I hit that buggy choke and shushed Ty Rotulo, that was Adam Bradley. So him doing that three hour long match, like even before the match, like he, he was like, dude, I'm so sore for my match, man. And I'm like, dude, you should have let me tap you, bro. Yeah. Like, you should have <laughs> let it happen, you know? Um, but then he went through that grinder of a match. And um, honestly, man, like how I am is like, just business on the mat and off the mat, man, I want to be all, all good vibes, you know? So like the first day we were there, um, I talked to him like after we did some interviews, I'm like, dude, let, like, let's go get some food. There's a sick barbecue place right across the street. So we went and we were sitting there and just kind of became, I mean, out of everybody else, I knew him a little bit better than probably not the 10 planet people, but better than most people that I didn't know. Um, so then everyone's coaching against him during his three hour long match, you know? And I'm just like, dude, why is everyone coaching against this guy? It's so annoying, you know? So the first thing I did before I started, and like, I'm just some, I mean, if you watch all the matches, you hear my voice in the back of all of them. <laughs> Cause like, I just want to like, I want to be there for people in the way that I would want somebody to be there for me. You know, if like I hear everyone against me and nobody for me, I'm like, man, I mean, it's going to push me still, but I'm like, it'd be nice to be like, Oh, here. I mean, it's no time limit, but like just to awareness of things, you know, mm-hmm. um, is good to know, like breathe and just keep pushing or just watch for this, try this, you know? from like coaching perspective. So I just started saying some stuff and then I ended up DMing like the Rotulo brothers, Kainan Duarte, Galvão. And like, that's something you don't see if, if you don't watch the three hour long match. Like I'm on FaceTime with Kainan Duarte for like an hour, like an hour, <laughs> no like shit. just, and he's telling me in Portuguese as I'm talking to him, you know, cause, um, I'm just trying to get Adam to do something, bro. If you watch that, don't waste all your time, but if you watch a little bit of that three-hour-long match, man, like, he's got good defense, man. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that dude's just like a purple belt or a blue belt or whatever, but that dude's huge. He's huge, you know? But I wouldn't have attacked... I wouldn't have attacked it long like that, you know, but um, I'm happy that he pulled it out. And it was definitely, I mean, I'm not shouting myself out, but he would definitely, he deserve, he needs to shout me out. Like I was there for him, you know, for a long, like a lot of people would have quit. Like I was there for him. Everybody was like, taking a nap. Oh. Yeah. Everyone was sleeping. Right. Right. Everyone, dude, ever you see like, dude, people like Kyle Chambers went back to the hotel, showered and came back. Not like bought Ubers. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it was a long time, you know. That is um, a ridiculous yeah, man. match. A ridiculous. Yeah, match. yeah. 
We're always joking about the the Jocko narration at the the opener. He's like, "Be thirty seconds, thirty minutes, or thirty hours." <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but but you know, Jocko don't say stuff you don't mean. You know, yeah. so like, yeah, he means that. You know, right. um. Right. So that when I dude, w- the first like ten seconds, I didn't read that. It said nar- narrated by Jocko, and I'm just like thinking, my head, is this is this Jocko? And then when I rewind it, I was like, oh my gosh! And that was just another testament to like. Man, they didn't, they didn't in any way, if anybody says anything about it, man, they didn't miss one stop. Like they gave exactly what jujitsu deserves to produce this show, you know? And I don't think jujitsu is at a bad spot, but I think it's really going to send jujitsu into like a better space in terms of like, um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I hope just in terms of like becoming more mainstream and becoming more like just kind of like, I mean, dude, the, the history and many people don't know this. The UFC would not be here right. if it wasn't for the ultimate fighter. Right. Period. Yeah, right. Yeah, Period. 100%. You know, like I, I don't know if we have Dana White saying that on camera, but like that, if you look at that, like yeah, Dana White was wearing je- jeans and a polo when he was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he wasn't living the same lifestyle he's right now. You know? Yeah. 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 hundred percent. hundred percent. I'd, think the show came out amazing I, I caught it a couple of episodes before jeff and i was telling him about it i'm like dude the the production value is top notch like yeah man yeah yeah like 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 they had gopros all over the house no maybe you don't notice no doors on any of the yeah, rooms i, I did know, notice that i was like shit they have any doors on their rooms yeah <laughs> they did they um and then on top of that like so that was just like extra but like dude they probably had 20 people following us around all day yeah like video video like probably like five to six video people three to four producers and directors bunch of audio people bunch of people just driving us getting a snack i'm like dude you're just getting me snacks like this yeah. is the best yeah like that's <laughs> yeah dude are you kidding me? like like bringing us to like whole foods and just whatever you want i was like whatever are you're you kidding. kidding me right now like dude like i don't know if they know this but we bought like multiple days like hundreds of dollars with steak, you know, like hundreds of dollars worth of steak. And um, like, it's so sick. Cause like in episode five, you get to see us growing up that picanha, yep. the Brazilian steak, yeah. you know, and there's, they didn't put the story behind that because we won the challenge where you flip the bowl. Cause Andrew won it. Yeah. And Isaac didn't have to do it. And he's like, dude, I'm not doing it. We won it. And they're like asking like, yo, what do you guys, what do we guys do to do it just to get some more content. And yeah. Isaac's just going to risk his life or whatever, you know? Um, and the deal was if Isaac did that or at least tried or no, if he flipped it, I think it was that we would get the picanha and he tried so hard, man. Like he was probably on it for like almost like six to seven minutes, just turning, just like turning its neck, putting his finger in its nose. And <laughs> it was pretty intense, right? Like you, you have a farm. Have yep. you ever, have you ever done that to a cow no. or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you this, my, what I'm thinking is I'm watching that we have, we have two donkeys that are probably around the same size as what those cows were, maybe a little bit smaller. And this one time we were trying to hold one still for the, the farrier to come trim its feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got it up against the building. I'm like, all right, I can just like lean on this thing and just hold it against the building until like we get a rope and we're good to go. And the thing didn't even freak out. It literally just slowly walked away and dragged <laughs> me along with it. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm watching. I'm like, I'm not surprised at all that these guys can't wrestle this thing to the ground. Yeah, that's a different level yeah. of strength, right? Like Big Dan just got dragged off by it. Yeah. 
almost 300 pounds, bro. 300 <laughs> yeah. pounds. Yeah. Insane, you know? Um, Insane. So Pat and I would joke. I'm like, he would he would watch the episode before I would, and he would text me and say, like, shit, Tackett's good at, like, race car driving. Oh, Tackett's good <laughs> at Raglan Bulls. Oh, Tackett's good at this. That dude was good at every freaking challenge, right? Or, well, let me say it this way. He said he was good at every challenge. I know he got wasted in the arm wrestling, but, like, man, dude. he was good at every challenge. Arm wrestling was rigged, bro. Arm wrestling was rigged. That's that was fake, dude. That sucked. That <laughs> sucked so much. Um, but no, he was great, man. And uh, I mean, it helps being like eighteen and crazy, you yeah. know. But yeah, um, yeah. that's that's him, though, you know. Like, um, I'm definitely a little bit like I'm 25 right now. I'm definitely a little bit chiller than I was at 18. Um, but uh, yeah, man, shout out to him, like straight up. Like when he, and that's the thing, man. Like some people on the show were fake, and I'll call them straight out. Some people weren't, you know. Tackett was him. That's him bro yeah. like we we came this is so funny uh he came to my house and we we're just hanging out and you know there's a lot of mountains a lot of good hiking like appalachian trail goes by here i live right next to pa i live in new jersey but right next to pa so delaware water gap is super yep. sick spot um and uh we're talking and he's like dude i've never gone hiking he's like what and he's like yeah there's no mountains in texas and i was like I feel like there are but whatever you know like <laughs> probably just he probably just been in the jiu-jitsu gym his whole life right, you know right um but I'm um, like, let's go, man. Like, uh, you got to be ready for it. He's like, dude, no, I'm down. Dude, no, I'm down. I'm like, I, for, I'll i be honest. For one second, I did not doubt him. But I was like, man, this is, it's like, I think it's like 1,100 feet in elevation, like in like um, less than three miles. So kind yeah, of, kind of steep, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, he was leading me, you know, like he was leading me. Like it, it was like at 3.30 in the morning because we wanted to make it like right for sunrise. Um, and I had like caffeine, coffee, everything. He was just himself just going. <laughs> did it just going, you know? So shout out to him, man. Like I have so much respect for him and, and dude, we won a bunch of challenges because of him. So yeah, it's yeah. definitely, it's definitely about that yeah. for sure. He was an animal. He was an animal. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's, let's go way back. I'm sure you've told the story mm -hmm. many a time. You talked a little bit about being a teacher mm -hmm. or formerly yeah, yeah. being a teacher at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So Take us back to your first jujitsu memory. Like, how'd you get involved in jujitsu? Mm -hmm. um, just give us like a little bit of your history there. Yeah. So, um, as my dad would say, we tried every sport. <laughs> I love. I like was just always like maybe never like I, I don't think I I think tried baseball for one day. Never tried. Never was in, into football. Like my my mom and dad are both straight from Brazil. Like immigrated here when they were like eighteen. Um, so soccer was definitely something I played all the time. But as my dad say, like I didn't look like a Brazilian playing <laughs> soccer. So um, uh, I did like capoeira when I was little, but um, never like like basketball and stuff. But was never like excelling at anything, you know. Um, and was always training hard and doing that kind of stuff, being athletic. But um, probably fourth or no, probably third to fourth grade. Um, I did some like Ishinru karate, Japanese jiu-jitsu, like some basic striking, like super, like wasn't even a legit place. Just like some guy teaching, you know, classes out of wherever. Um, but it was awesome. And it kind of interested me in martial arts. And I think I kept on that for like two years, did some different like karate competitions. I was like, dude, this is sick. And then, um, I don't know, just kind of like got bored of it. I was like, man, this isn't that much fun. Um, and I just stopped going there. And then, uh, went kind of back to bait or basketball and uh, soccer. And this was probably like sixth grade. And then literally one of my cousins was here from Brazil. He's like, dude, there's like Brazilian jiu-jitsu, like right down the road, like 
eight minutes from my house, like eight minutes from my house, Gracie Academy, like just self-defense place, you know? And uh, he's like, dude, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, like, you're Brazilian, go train. Not like to swear. Like, I mean, I was in sixth grade. My dad might've known a little bit about hoist and UFC, but I knew nothing, you know, um, straight up first day went in, remember exactly who I trained with, remember exactly where I was, remember exactly trying everything, rolling everything, you know, uh, learned a triangle. I was just hooked, you know, just straight up hooked. Um, so that was like probably like 11 to like 15, 16, just like every single day, um, within like probably like a year, maybe like even eight months, I was already helping with kids class. Then by like 13, I was already teaching some, uh, not advanced classes, but like teaching, um, beginners, like adults classes and stuff. And it was yeah. crazy. Cause like adults would be like, dude, like a kid teaching these classes. <laughs> and like, there would always be like an assistant instructor there that was like an adult, but I was like a kid, you know, but I just knew the, the techniques in terms of like the Gracie, like 32 self-defense techniques, you know, yeah. um, just had mastered that. And just really loved that like energy and like was always like skinny and weaker. So like everything was just, it just fit perfectly into how I thought about things. Um, but then same kind of thing, just got kind of bored and uh, picked up wrestling like freshman year of, of high school and started like picking up my jiu-jitsu. And I was like, oh man, this is pretty sick. And then it was probably junior year of, of high school. And um, my dad, and at that time I was like competing a lot, like my instructor would support me, but like, it would just be me and my dad just going to Nagas and going to grappler quests and watching Eddie Cummings at the time. He'll hook people and be like, what is this guy doing? You know, um, like, like, like 20 or 2013, 2014, you know? And then, um, but was full in onto the self-defense aspect of jiu-jitsu. So I had zero understanding of what gi jiu-jitsu was because I was doing gi jiu-jitsu, but I had no idea what gi sport jiu-jitsu was. I had no idea what no, like I had only known like, self-defense that's it you know like so my viewpoint was very different so i was losing a lot of matches all the time just because i was like i don't care if you don't submit me whatever you know and like that's how we would roll man like i don't know how long you guys been training but like we didn't have a timer we never had a timer you know what i'm saying like sub only no timer. like that's how that's how i was raised you know and then um my dad was straight up in a bed bath and beyond with a naga fighter shirt <laughs> and one of our per- purple belts here like super tough guy owns a couple local businesses around here shout out to dan um he just like grabbed my dad like, dude you train my dad's like no but my son does and uh he was like dude they're opening a 10th planet like, you should come check it out and like my dad zero idea what eddie bravo was zero idea with 10 planet just heard different jiu-jitsu school so he's like let's bring him um let's bring me right and um i was super like just into the competing scene. So I was like, man, like I just, and same thing. I didn't know anything about Eddie. I didn't know anything about 10 planet. Um, walked in, met, uh, Zach and JM and grace and everybody. And, um, just rolled with everybody. And I was just like, I literally remember like everybody in no gi stuff, me and my Gracie gi pants, and, like my <laughs> under armor rash guard walking off the mat drenched, like just drenched and just being like, and my dad was like sitting on a stool, like off to the side, like, um, super like probably like as big as this room that I'm in, like, like 20 by 30, you know, like crazy small. Um, just remember walking off the mat being like, I want to, I want to stay here, you know? Um, so ended up like teaching less at the other place and then ended up just like, like parting ways. And it's kind of sad. Cause like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys dealt with this, but like, um, it's crazy how like sometimes coaches don't support you for your highest good. You know, they support you for like their highest good, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's kind of sucked because the other place was eight minutes from my house. This place was 
in PA, but it was literally only like 20 minutes from my house. I was like, man, this is too perfect, you know? Um, but at the same time I was focusing on wrestling. So I was maybe not, maybe only training like a couple times a month, like not every day, you know, I was really bought into wrestling. Cause I was like, man, and at that time, jujitsu was not like metamorph. Like I remember within six months of me starting training at 10 planet, um, metamorphs, or was it the first? No, it was not the first metamorphs. It was the metamorphs Eddie versus Hoyler. So that was my first introduction to Eddie versus to who Eddie Bravo nice. was. And I was like, Dude, that was metamorphs. guys, metamorphs three. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was hooked then though. You know, I was like, this guy is cool, you know? And, um, yeah, from there, um, focused on wrestling, you know, went to college, um, from college, like traveled a lot. So I was like in the Amazon my first, uh, summer and I was still focused on wrestling, like full, like wrestling in college, like not on a scholarship, but just D3 doing my best. Um, I was like a double major in uh, civil engineer or environmental engineering and environmental science. And then, um, we're literally in the Amazon I'm with like two of my friends and they're like, yeah, dude, like you could start a jujitsu club and like, they'll pay for all of it. I was like, I mean, technically we don't even need anything. Like technically I, I know everything. So we don't even have to pay an instructor. Like the money we get, we can just get free rash guards and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, dude, let's go, you know? So from the Amazon, we came back, created the club. I started teaching like three to four days a week and then ended up, you know, not, not even not doing well in school. I like missed the program that I wanted to get in by like 0.01. I was supposed to have like a three, three, which is like a 87. I had like an 86 out of a hundred, you know, and, um, just changing my flow and just a couple of things, you know? And I was just like, man, like I want to keep, and the whole time just training and just living through jujitsu. And like, honestly, through Instagram, through the internet, you know, through studying, you know, and what was so cool was everyone that came to train at school didn't know anything. So I could just beat everybody, you know, it was super, <laughs> super easy. But what it gave me time to do is it gave me time to work on my 10th planet. jujitsu. It gave me time to develop that game. So I always say like, I went to school and I got like a bachelor's in 10th planet, you know, because it was just like sick for me to like practice those techniques, teach them, evolve my jujitsu, you know? Um, and I would always, every time I was home training every single day, like multiple sessions a day here, um, and always following everyone and always keeping up to date. Like, and that's the cool thing about 10 planet. Like if it wasn't with our like connected, like cohesive, like, um, uh, like network across the world, like would have never, um, worked like it did, you know? And it always like just kicked back so much love to me. So like my sophomore year, I was in Australia and there was a 10 planet Melbourne, like shout out to Frank Barker, like there 10 planet Brisbane. I went there like so it was just like, man, jujitsu, 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 jujitsu. And like, it never gave me bad energy, only amazing energy and only like making me so happy and just like totally, truly like fulfilling, you know? So, um, yeah, it was just like, it was amazing. And then, uh, ended up wanting to like leave school early, pursue jujitsu full time. And then from that, um, COVID hit COVID shout out to COVID. You know, um, went to our, our buddy Kobe. Went, <laughs> went to um, went to uh, the high school that I went to. They needed a, a engineering teacher, and uh, I had the credits. I had the it was just perfect timing. Went there, um, and yeah, I worked for the for like two years there. Uh, just just quit this past um, this past June, and uh, was perfect for me at the time. You know, because I had no income from jujitsu, and it was perfect to kind of like keep me keep me steady and stuff. You know. And then, um, yeah, I mean, who's next, like changed my life, you know? And now it's just like, uh, like I was just sitting there like doing jujitsu all day, every day, training with like Craig Jones and stuff. And I was just like, man, like I want this to be my life, you know? And, um, I don't know, just like in terms of like the universe, putting everything in line, like I was just like, 
I'm, I'm going to kick myself in the ass if I never take this opportunity and, and just truly like, listen, listen to like, what's in, what's in me, you know? Um, because not only like competing, I hate like nobody, people that like competing, maybe Gordon Ryan does like competing sucks, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I would be cool with just teaching jiu-jitsu for the rest of my life, you know, but I've learned that competing is really important in terms of like proving what, you know, you know, you know, so, yeah. um, that's been pretty, pretty important to me. Um, but, um, uh, so right now I'm kind of more on a competing kick than teaching. I still teach, like I'm about to teach a class right now. Um, teach like probably like three to four classes a week. Um, teaching some seminars and stuff now. And yeah, man, just like, it's been the, the craziest. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how I was like given these opportunities, you know, like, like I said, my cousin suggested me to go to the one place. And then the other guy found my dad, like two steps behind in any of those journeys. I wouldn't be here, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, if it weren't for me traveling the globe and finding 10, like insane, just absolutely insane. Like how everything fit together and, um, to be here now, you know, with you guys, like just insane, insane. Did you have a feeling that you, um, <clears throat> or let me ask a different way. Dude, were you kind of waiting for the right time to say, all right, I'm going to make this full-time commitment to jiu-jitsu and like, you know, leave the workforce, you know, or did it just kind of feel like, all right, this is just the right time, right? Like now that everything's hit with who's next and all that stuff, like, or did you kind of always have it in your yeah. mind? Ah, uh, man, we, I mean, I think we all have in our mind what we want to do every day, you know, and how you want to live your highest good. Um, but for me, truly like, um, like being honest, like I, I like want to serve, you know, I want to like, I want to like die one day and know that I did my best to like do good here, you know, um, on earth. And, um, I like when I was sitting in school and looking at like environmental engineering things and like we did, like we did so many things, man. I'm so proud of like what I went to school for and all the hard work I did, you know, like I like planned like all these, di like we, our, our school, like didn't even recycle at all, like huge <laughs> campus, like didn't even recycle. We designed a whole sustainability initiative gauge like what needed work what we needed to change totally revolutionized everything went from not recycling to recycling 13 8, 19 to 27 percent waste diverted you know went saving all changing all the light bulbs like just so many little things you know a bunch of educational components we um produced literature like we published li literature like we did a lot of things but and i saw that you know and i saw how that could help but man, I just never felt the same way as like connecting with somebody in jiu-jitsu that was like made their day better, you know, and, um, instilled confidence in them yeah. and, um, made them, but like just so many things that jiu-jitsu does for you, you know, like, um, I say it all the time, but like, I was just at a camp in Western PA for like wrestling for a whole week. And it was so cool to see how tight knit, like shout out to Isaac Greenlee and Matt factory and everybody at the Bruno camp. But it was so cool to see how tight knit, you know, like communities are. And that's the thing that jujitsu does, man. Like the main word is I would say community, you know, yeah. like you would never see these people ever, yep. ever, ever, ever. Like I'm about to teach a class. There's a girl in art school a couple engineers, a couple doctors, a couple teachers, a couple other electricians, like a working trick, a couple kids, like from all different parts, you know, and yeah. just coming together to like better themselves, train hard. I don't know, man, so many good things, you know? And, um, the biggest thing that I love about 10 planet is like Eddie and his creativity and his open-mindedness is like, man, he's, 
the best, you know, like just really the best, um, following him and following John Jock and following Hickson, you know, it's just been, um, three of the people that like truly like most influential in my life. So like always super thankful for them. Um, and Zach and like Thor has been huge. Thor and grace have always been my motivation in competing and being like, that's how we compete, you know? So like, I always say like, uh, breathe like grace and squeeze like Thor, you know, (laughs) (laughs) because like grace, Grace be doing three hour rounds, just chilling, yeah, mm-hmm. stone cold, yeah. yeah, just icing everybody. You know, if you haven't rolled with Thor, don't <laughs> because <laughs> it's not fun. But man, I like it truly. Like, of course, Grace is elevating me. Of course, Zach is elevating me. Man, I would not be who I am if it wasn't for Thor. Like, crushing me every day for the past seven years. You know, like, and recently, like, he's got Templar in Allentown, and I train there sometimes, but our schedules have like sort of misaligned a little bit, but we still train our comp classes together. We go to JT Torres's on Tuesdays together. Mm. That sucks. Um, but, uh, man, he's been a huge, like he won EBI. And then, um, actually it's a funny story. We went, I was like, I graduated from college full-time jujitsu. And, and I had two things in my mind. I was like, either focus on teaching or try to compete and see, see how far we can push it, you know? Um, and Thor was in ADCC got last minute invite, I think December of 2018. Um, so we, we had a full year to prepare and we were preparing hard and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to ADCC. And if I feel comfortable and if I like that energy, I'm gonna go for it. And if I s- fail, I'll probably try again a couple of times, but then I'll, I'll, I'll keep pushing, you know, and to go out there, man, unranked and just not no nobody knew his name and for him to get fourth yeah. like second year at black belt no not and not that thor doesn't know a lot of moves but thor is just really good at heel hooking and like <laughs> some like other random stuff you know and he's definitely got a super complete game now but at the time you know like uh and i mean uh, shout out to him like just everything he's the man but uh but really like just killing it and um yeah he killed it man and that just opened up my eyes like i can do this you know and um and just kind of followed that wave ever since. And man, he, he, him and Zach, man, like everywhere I go, you know, I'll be anywhere. I'll be in Hawaii. I'll be in Brazil. I'll be in whatever. I'll be here competing, whatever. Always calling me and like instilling confidence in me, telling me to go, telling me to, you know, be positive and stuff. So just shout out to them. Just absolutely like um, amazing people in my life for sure. And um, would not, would not like, I would not like every time, good stuff like this happens, you know, it's to me, I don't know. It's just how I am. Like, I really don't care about being about me, man. I, I just love putting on for the people that help me get here. You know, um, like it takes a village, you know, it's not, yeah. Gordon Ryan, shout out to you. You do it all by yourself, you know, <laughs> no way, bro. You know, um, takes so many people, man. So yeah, yeah for well, sure. well said. Well, yeah. Something I, I always admire the most about you, knowing you following your journey is your constant, positivity and good vibes that you're putting out there. And I truly believe that goes a long way and all these opportunities you're getting lately and all the people that you do behind you and supporting you. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Uh, what you put out, you get back, you know? So it's not about me. And then it's like what I said, like if you know, I go out on a mat right now, have a heart attack. I know that I did my best to like not put myself up, but to put other people up, you know? And, um, does that go back to like, christianity and does that go back to like 
just being in touch with the earth. Like, yeah, in so many ways, you know, like, um, I, I guess like a lot of people don't like, like talk about religion, but like, dude, Jesus was like, Jesus was the man, you know, like <laughs> Jesus did a lot of good stuff, you know, like argue or not, you know? Like, um, so that's, that's a, that's an example to me, but also just like, I don't know, um, treat people like the way you want to be treated, you know? Sure. So, yep. um, uh, yeah, man, for sure. Usually I like to say like, all right, when, when guests say something that's like really awesome that we can be like, all right, mm-hmm. we can end the, we can end the podcast right on that. But we do have, um, at least one, one last very important question. Very, very important yeah. Question. Just, just, I, just cause I don't have a clock up just five minutes. Cause, uh, I got classes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is, be okay. No worries. No, 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 no. Just, yep. you got me for five minutes. I gotta, sure. I gotta go wrangle up kids class myself here at six. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. 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 What's your, what's Zach's, your walkout Zach's music? Gonna, Zach's going to bust in here if I walk oh, in late. So. <laughs> <laughs> what's, like, what's up? <laughs> what's your walkout music of choice? Man, um, it kind of depends, dude. It kind of depends. You like, like um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like my sister even said it the other day, and I was like, no way. And then I thought about it. It's like, oh shoot, way. Like, um, back in the day, just like purple belt super fights in some random place, like around here, it's coming out to like over the rainbow, you know. Just cause, like <laughs> that's that's the vibe I like to be, you know. Like the the rash guard here, like flow yeah. with the go, like yeah. get speed up, breathe, you know, like balance of like brain and heart you know that's that's hicks and gracie you know from the choke documentary like people are dude you came up with that i'm like no i literally took that from hickson you know (laughs) like straight up like that's my motto in competing and that's what i like to be you know um so i love to come out like i listen to a lot of rap and a lot of edm so i like that kind of stuff but i like like chiller vibes for sure um but honestly in the past two years i think um i've been really like getting more into like brazilian music I've always listened to it, but, um, I think that my walkout music July 14th and, uh, walkout music of choice would be like some Brazilian funk. Cause it just, t- whatever I'm worried about, I'm just like, nice. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 awesome. it just t- we takes throw it, it away. You know? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh it. yeah. So, so yeah. try this one. It's called, uh, Upai ta on, ta on. So it's O space P A I T or space T A. And then space O N it's a, um, Neymar super famous soccer player, you know, like, uh, he, he, like everyone is talking a bunch of shit on him and he just like came back to Paris and signed this deal and was there. And all of a sudden, like first year back from COVID just like smashed all these people and was like, yo, and it's, it's kind of weird to say, but he's like, yo, daddy's online. Like we're back. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, um, just a great vibe, just super chill and just gets me in that total, like, like let's like yeah, not just flow. tense like let me crush you you know but like let me open myself to up to all these possibilities and do my best be my like being myself like like at adcc like shout out to geo martinez and um boogeyman but um geo at adcc like i would not have done well at adcc trials right i didn't do great but i did three and one um uh, and, uh, Gio like looked at me and I was like all tense and cool. Like I get, I'm good at getting in the zone, you know? And then, um, like getting that emotion up, you know, but, um, Gio looked at me, goes, yo, have fun. And I was like, ah, and it let go all that tension, you know? And then I hit it heel hook and then i hit a buggy choke and then i hit a rear triangle. And then that last rear triangle, like you guys haven't seen it in front of Eddie, like I was ready to retire. I was ready to quit. Yeah. You know, like I was like, hit a six emission at ADCC trials in front of Eddie. Yeah. 
Yep. Nothing else is needed, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I saw the highlight. Yeah, that's awesome. Renee, thanks so yeah. much, dude, for coming on. It's been a blast. Yeah, guys, thank thank you so much for having me. Uh, or thank thank you guys so much for having me. Hope hope to see you guys soon. Hope to train and, you know, link up soon. I know we're a little far, but, um, you know, definitely be together for sure. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Buggy choke the world. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Say what's up to Zach and Grace for me. I will. I will. I will. Thank you guys so much. All right, man. Have fun on the 14th. Right, we'll see you. See you, man. Yes, sir. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Peace.